Welcome to the Difference Makers podcast presented by Waterproof. I'm your host, Justin Tamani. In this podcast, you'll hear from some of the top coaches, brand managers, and athletes on earth. From starting out to where they are now, we'll explore the journey of how they became a Difference Maker. Before we keep going, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform to hear more from the Difference Makers. Wadproof Bionic is a revolutionary mobile technology to measure and improve your mobility, flexibility, and range of motion. After completing a series of mobility tests, Bionic has everything needed to build the daily sessions tailored to your body. Bionic will help you perform and recover faster than ever. Ready to become Bionic? Download the Wadproof app now. All right, here we go. Welcome, everybody. I hope you guys are having a great start to your week. This is the Difference Makers Podcast. My name is Justin Tamani. I'll be your host today. Today, we have with us the head coach of the Underdogs Athletics team. We've talked about them a lot. We've talked with them a lot. But today, we have the uh, the leader of the pack here. So this is Justin Kotler. Justin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. Thank you for having me, brother. Yeah, oh. it's, it's nice to just uh, relax a little bit after uh, after quarters. So Yeah. yeah. So quarterfinals is, is, you know, a new thing in the last couple of years, I guess is the second year of it. Yeah. Um, it, do you prefer this format? I don't, I don't want to jump right into it. Wait, let's start here. Have you been with everything <laughs> unwinding? Have you been doing? Uh, yeah, but pretty good, man. You know, pretty good. Uh, for, for the most part, obviously, um, you know, our, our, our athletes did really, really well. Um, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about Bethany, which was, which was a, a big, uh, you know, which was obviously uh, kind of a gut shot, um, you know, and we, we can talk a little bit about that, but, um, but other than that, pretty good. Uh, I have a, I have a, a sick kid at the moment, which is always a challenge. <laughs> uh, my, my daughter, my daughter's got stomach flus and that's tough. Um, but, uh, but other than that, man, doing well, just taking a few days, honestly, to decompress, you know, and yeah. um, athletes are out of the gym right now. I, I kind of gave them, you know, the next, the first, like, where we finish on Sunday and then they'll get back in the gym on Friday, but really just to move around a little bit for a couple of days and then we'll, we'll hit it back hard, start week you know we'll, we'll get into some some serious semis training um so yeah you know it's it's uh but it's nice to have a couple of days to, to just kind of get away from it for sure yeah with the uh you said you know the athletes will get back into the gym but how many athletes did you guys put into the semis uh last or i said that right quarterfinal excuse me quarterfinals yeah. last weekend uh so worldwide um well, let, let's start in Vegas. We start in Vegas. It was, um, well, Danielle and Big Maddie, um, Kyra, Ali, uh, Christine Bast, Alex. Um, I think Mitch is going to make it. Um, who am I missing? Missing anybody? I'm trying to think. <laughs> I think that's, that's seven or eight here. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then I have a couple, um, I have, uh, a couple athletes in Australia, uh, that, that we have. So Ricky, obviously who won, uh, Oceania. And then I have, uh, an athlete I coach on the female side in Australia who finished, I believe 12. Okay. Um, nice. uh, her name is Rachel, um, Famina. And, uh, 
So I think overall um, we have at least 10 athletes. Now we have a couple athletes who qualified um, for semis, but are going to do masters. Okay. Uh, so well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So one of our coaches, actually, her name is Colette Casey. She's a monster. I think she finished 60th, um, and, but she's uh, 35 to 39 division, so she's going to focus on that. Nice. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. I think that might be it. But, but somewhere, around, somewhere around 10, like 10 to 12 in that range. Um, most of them in-house, yeah. uh, but, uh, but um, you know, a few of them, a few of them remote. That's, I mean, that's a lot of athletes for any team to be sending to an event like the semifinals. Are you guys like, how do you split your time as a coach for all those events? Are you going to be able to uh, split yourselves (laughs) up? Like, you know, the nice thing in North America is we have four weeks. So you're, you're almost going one, two, three, four, but then, you know, I mean, you got Ricky in Australia, people all over the place. How's that going to work for you guys? Yeah. So uh, the good news is, is that, you know, I've, I've got some help. Um, you know, uh, I've, I've got some, some really great, uh, a, a great support system here. Um, you know, and I've got one, my assistant coach, uh, Kiefer, uh, Lammy just moved out to Vegas. Um, so that, that's a huge help. Um, I would love to be able to travel to Torian, like, especially, uh, cause I've never been to Australia. So, so that oh, would be really? awesome. But, you know, with the fact that that's, they're all, you know, they have three of them on the same weekend. Right. So like, essentially if I go to Torian, I'm going to miss the first week of, um, of, uh, semis here. So that'll be the same weekend as one of the competitions in Knoxville. I can't remember whether it's, uh, which one of those competitions. Cause it's, I guess it's two back to back weekends. Yeah. Um, but, but whichever one that is, and I'll probably have more athletes, you know, there, um, and, and, and plus it's just the, the travel to Australia. Like you can't just, it's not like flying, uh, you know, the, like to, to Minneapolis where I could fly in the, that day, fly out the night, you know, yeah. like, uh, it's, that's a, that's an ordeal, you know, you're going halfway across the world. Um, so the good news is though, is that Ricky's got, Ricky's got Benny, he's got his brother, um, who's, you know, they're super tight and Benny and I, uh, have a great relationship. So Benny kind of will be my eyes and ears there and he can handle that. Um, and, uh, you know, so I'll, I'll probably, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if I was, if I was at every single semifinal. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I was thinking. You know? I'll probably be at every semifinal. I mean, we we've kind of prepared for that, like as a family, honestly, because it, it's the toughest on my wife. Because we have two yeah. small children, you know, or we have a five year old and a two year old. So, um, you know, it's it's essentially like talking to our extended family and trying to get somebody here to help her. And, um, you know, so once we get the invites and we know where people are going, I can kind of map it out, and then. Yeah. I know that I'll have one or two of my assistant coaches to be able to, you know, kind of come with me. And, and especially if we have multiple athletes, uh, at a location, uh, yeah. at, you know, for the weekend, um, cause I, cause I'd like to be able to have as much help as I can get and, and be able to give the athletes as much as we can give them. Um, you know, uh, I've, I, I've had, you know, West coast classic last year. We had, I had five athletes, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's gotta um, be tough and it was but you know we were home 
So it was, you could sleep in your own bed. And, you know, mm-hmm. my, my wife's, my wife's, um, my, my mother-in-law came out and, and she was with the kids during the day, but my wife could pop home anytime she wanted to, or she needed to, et cetera. You know, that's not the case. Um, no, you know, being in uh, all, all around the country. So, so we'll figure it out, but, but yeah, I have some help and, and, you know, essentially the, the most important thing for me is that the, that is that the athletes get the support that they need and we will do our best to, to provide that and make sure that, that they're covered uh, 100%. Nice. That's great. I mean, putting five athletes into one competition as the, you know, I, I, I could see the game plans being very similar for each workout, but how is it managing similar, but very different for each athlete? Yeah. But how is it yeah. managing that hands-on time with them? I'll tell you what. I was really proud of the way that that uh, that West Coast went last year, and I thought that we did a great job of being able to, you know, manage the athletes. Um, you know, they're all they were all very different, honestly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, Carrie, Danielle, and, and and Bethany, and then obviously Matt and Tola. Um, and, and everybody, you know, the good news is we had a big support system, obviously, uh, you know, Cooper from lab management, uh, who, who represented, you know, all the girls. So that was great to have. And my wife was there, you know, uh, Bethany's, um, now fiance, uh, Randy, you know, um, so we, there was a lot, there was a big support system there. Um, but for me as a coach, essentially like you know, there were a few things that we were able to, to come in with, you know, similarity wise, like we were able to have, um, we were able to, you know, I come in with warmups, et cetera. So general warmups, everybody, but game plans, you know, we were very prepared. We were the final weekend. So yeah. it was a scenario where, where, you know, the, we had prepared very well for that. They knew their strategies, they knew their plans. And essentially on game day, it was just me kind of, you know, getting them in the right mindset and, and making sure that they were ready to perform at an optimal level and, and, and uh, to, you know, to maximize each event. Uh, and I, I thought we did a good job there. Um, you know, obviously we had, we, we took one, two, three on the women's side, which was, which was obviously very solid. You know, um, it, it was, uh, I thought, you know, it was a very successful weekend. And, you know, I'm curious to see this year because we don't have one at home and we don't have one on the West Coast. So I'm curious to see where they're going to put everybody. And to be honest with you, I'm kind of hoping that they're going to be split well. Yeah. Like, I, I would hate to to have, like, everyone in the same, you know, weekend. I mean, that would kind of be screwy, uh, you know, just because there aren't that many spots. So yeah. I'd like to see us, you know, kind of kind of spaced out. Um and, and we'll see how they do it. I, I know I would assume that um, because this year there's last year you got to submit like your preference yeah. as to where you wanted to go. And this year, um, this year they're not doing that. So oh, really? I, I think no. So there's no, there's no preference. So I don't know what they're going to do. My assumption is they're going to take a look at the seeds and they're just going to break them up like, you know, one goes here, two goes here, three goes here, four goes here, five goes here, six goes here, seven goes here, eight goes here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that's the most fair way to do it, you know, but I'm just hoping that when, (laughs) that, that as the numbers kind of, uh, you know, as the, as the seeds happen and, and they're splitting them up that like, you know, Danielle finished third and, and I'm hoping that that's not, you know, the same as, 
you know, tw- as, as Alex's 12th and it's not the same as, yeah. you know, Ali's this or Christine's this or, you know what I mean? So, uh, so that, that's the biggest thing is I just don't, I'd like to, to have them split up and, and, uh, I'd like to do some damage at, at all. I mean, Spread you know it I mean? out. Yeah. The, uh, I didn't realize that they didn't take uh, into consideration your, your preferences this year. So that's, that's yeah. a new one to me. Cause when I was trying to figure out, you know, personally what I'm going to do, if I'm going to go to any of the semifinals and which ones I'm going to go to, I'm like, well, I, you know, I guess I got to wait and see, but now it's even more wait and see of like, it's just a guessing game. It's a complete guessing game. No, yeah. Total. Oh, good thing. I didn't book anything. Yet. And the <laughs> other thing we need to consider too, is like, you know, I mean, we still don't know whether or not Atlas is going to be in person. Right. Like yeah. We don't know whether the whether, you know, Quebec is going to be able to hold that event. We don't know, you know, that the problem is, is it uh, with, with the um, with the with the COVID situation, obviously, like you have to be vaccinated to get across uh, to get into the country. How many athletes are are, you know, are vaccinated and, you know, uh, if if CrossFit puts someone in there that's not vaccinated, what are you going to do? You're going to now shuffle them somewhere else and. and but how are you going to do that? Because, you know, you're, you're, you're essentially yeah. spacing out all the seeds. So, so I'm not sure how that's going to happen. I really hope it's not an online event. Um, that would suck. You know, that would be not good. Yeah. I'm just over that. I think everybody's over that. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and we see there's just two, when we saw all the penalties this weekend, you know, all the major penalties and, and minor penalties. And, and the thing is, is if you're in an, if you're in an in-person competition, I mean, essentially, here's the deal, right? Like when you put a movement like a pistol in a, in a quarterfinal event, that the, it's such a fine line between like, is that person standing up all the way? Like they're trying to go really fast. But at an in-person event, all, that would, all it would take is one no rep by the judge and, and they're, going to, they're, they're going to fix it. And they're yeah. not going to, they're not going to make those mistakes anymore, you know, but but in a in a in an online event, right? In an online event, it, 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 there's so much more room for for error, and 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 you know you get people who are judging, and it's hard to say. It's like, yeah, it's on the judge. Well, a lot of times it's it's it isn't necessarily on the judge because you know the judge is is a is a friend, or the judge is you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. it, it's one of those things where like you're biased. You want you want your friend to make it. You know exactly. Um, so it's, it's a tough situation. And, and I just think, you know, at this point, when you're talking about going to the CrossFit games, they've got to do everything in their power to be able to, to, to have it in person. Um, there's, there's just, there's too much at stake for these athletes as far as their careers, as far as money, as far as sponsorships. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I think, I think at this point, it, you know, we need to, we need to move past everything and, and, and make sure that we're, you know, if they can't hold the semifinal in Canada, then move the semifinal to, uh, you know, move the semifinal somewhere in the States where we can, where we can do it. I mean, I hate to say that. Yeah. And, and I fully agree with that. As soon as they announce that one, you look at the other three locations, well, two locations really in North America, you got uh, granite and then Tennessee and like, you know, those areas aren't closing down. Correct. And that was like a guaranteed. Okay. So week one, two, three, we're good. Week four from the beginning was like, we don't know anything. We don't know what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. I think even when they announced it, Quebec was still um, partially closed for their gyms. So like you couldn't even be working out inside with masks on, blah, blah, blah. Correct. And it's still going. So I don't know. 
how much it's, I know it's loosened up now, but you know, give us another six, eight weeks and what happens? I don't know. So that's a, it's a very good point. And especially with travel to, I, you know, like, I don't know what the ratios ratios are of athletes who are vaccinated versus unvaccinated, but like, I don't think CrossFit did some fact checking in that. No. And and I, you know, listen, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to divulge, but like, even in our camp, you know, there's, there's the majority have, but there are a few that haven't, you know? So, so at the end of the day, like, and, and I'm, and, and I'm of the belief that, you know, it's your, it's your personal right. Like you can do what you want to do, you know? And, And I also think we're, we're, we're at the point now, you know, where like, I mean, you look at, you look at these athletes, you look at the age group, you look at, you know, for the majority of them, um, it's, it's been little more than, you know, a cold or flu like symptoms. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been similar to, to what you would see with like a bad cold or a flu. And then, and it takes, you know, a week or two and then they're okay. Um, and I, and I think at this point, it's like, okay, you know, moving forward, like we need to start looking at it. We need to start treating it that way because we don't shut down a sport, um, a sporting event for the flu. You know, we don't shut it down. We don't shut it down for the cold, for a cold. And, and I think we're now at that point where, you know, like, okay, you know, we need to move on and, and we need to put some things into place where we can kind of adjust our way of thinking. Um, yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I really hope. You know, I hope it's not an issue this year again. We saw what happened last. We saw what happened last year to us. You know, um, obviously, we saw two years ago they almost had to cancel the games, yeah. right? And then, and and then uh, last year, you know, we saw some of the best athletes in the world, um, you know, podium contenders who weren't able to compete. Uh, you know, and and that was tough. And you know, it just so happened that that the two biggest names were from our camp. <laughs> yeah, you know, which was which was tough. Um, but I really hope this year that's not an issue. Yeah. You, you hope that all of those things are, are not issues. And I mean, if any of the previous events are any indication, it seems like they've gone, gone, or sorry, previous events with the events since the games, it seems like they've gone fairly well and there's, there hasn't been any issues tied back to athletes getting sick or anything like that. So, wow. um, with that being said, you know, Bethany had a little hit in the games last year, couldn't compete. And then now this year she puts up, uh, I guess, it, would it have been the first event that you guys did of the weekend? Did she do any of the other ones or did you guys start off with the lift? We started with the lift. Yeah. So we started with, uh, we started with workout four. Uh, so yeah, our first day was workout four, workout one. Yeah. Uh, and then next day we, we just did workout two. Next day we did workout three and workout uh, five. And then anyone who wanted to redo workout five sunday to redo um but we uh yeah you know listen i it's unfortunate to because uh you know bethany is one of the best in the world and and obviously like you know last year the circumstances were so were different because she was healthy yeah and and you saw her potential in west coast classic you know everybody i think was like holy shit this is like this is the real bethany yeah um and then of course what happened with covid unfortunately she wasn't able to prove it you know at the games 
But since she got COVID, um, and it, you know, it's been kind of one step forward, you know, two steps back. Um, you know, she she uh, she started training maybe a month after COVID. It took her a little while to to get over. Um, she started training. She tweaked her back a little bit. Uh, she had an ankle injury. She had a little weird nerve thing going on with her shoulder. You know, we got her ready for West. For, we got her ready for Wadapalooza, but I, you know, it, it, if we're being honest, she was probably about seventy percent down at yeah. Wadapalooza, 60, sixty to seventy percent, I would say. You know, she came back from Wadapalooza. She flew to Texas and and uh, to visit family. Went to California to visit her, you know, her fiance, and uh, came back and her back wasn't feeling great, and we had to really kind of train around it and. You know, so, so for the last several months, I would say since January, we haven't really been able to train like full speed ahead. Yeah, It's been, it's been managing things. It's been like one week, she feels pretty good. The next week she didn't feel really, you know, she didn't feel good. The one week she feels well, the next week she didn't feel well. So, you know, it, it was a scenario where I hate to say it was trending that way. Um, but I was, I, I just wanted to get her through quarter. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, it wasn't a matter of us, like being able to push through quarters. It was kind of like, okay, let's get through quarterfinals. And then like, you know, we're going to, we're going to have to probably take a couple of weeks off completely, you know, other than just doing accessory work and you getting body work done. Yeah. Um, so that we can get, you know, a month to six weeks heading into semifinals. Um, but we have not been able to train the way that, that, that I know she's wanted to train or the way that I would want her to train to be able to say, okay, like we are, we are going to be able to, to, to get you close to a hundred percent at semifinals in the games. I just don't know, you know, that we were going to be able to do that no matter what. And then obviously she was warming up and. It was, I think it was 125 or 135 pound clean. Um, and she caught it in the bottom and, and just collapsed. So not and, even like uh, a heavy weight, just, no. just a warm just up warming weight, up. essentially. Yeah. 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 That's really unfortunate. I mean, it's unfortunate for any athlete to go through things like that. And I mean, we right. all learn from our injuries and that, but from a coach's standpoint, like how does that weigh on you? Do you feel responsibility for that in any way? Or is it, you know, how does that feel? Uh, well, it's brutal, you know, yeah. like, cause you, cause you, uh, so, so, you know, when Bethany came to me, she had a, you know, a long history of, of, of back issues and, and health issues. And, you know, one of the main things like my, my number one, uh, goal last year was, you know, when we started the season was I want to get you through the season healthy. Yeah. Right. And we were able to do that, and it was amazing. We got to see Bethany compete, like I said, at West Coast, and she was scary good, you know. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so you know, so that was our goal again this year. Okay, let's get you, let's let's get through the season healthy. That's our goal, and and uh, and and let's see if we can even improve on last year. But we just weren't able to really even, you know, we weren't we weren't able to really get past the starting line this year. Um, yeah. You know, and, 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 uh, you know, I, I, I would, I wouldn't say I feel responsible in the sense that I, I feel very, um, 
I feel like we did a, a, an extremely competent job and an extremely responsible job of managing her, her training and her workload and her volume, you know, and managing it around the back and what was going on. Yeah. Um, I just, I just, you know, she's part of our, she's part of our family and, and our community. And so I, I just, you know, I empathize and I feel, you know, I'm just, I'm sad, you know, like I just feel badly for her and, yeah. and I feel badly for all of us because she's such a good athlete and it's just a gift to be able to watch her. And, and for us to not be able to watch her, I think is, is, you know, it's just not good for the sport, honestly, No, you know, um, cause she's one of the best in the world. There's no doubt when she's healthy to me, she's top one of the top 10 in the world. There's no doubt. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, so, so now it's a matter of giving her some time and some space, and then we're going to sit down and, you know, map things out and figure what out, out, like, you know, there's some, I think some life things that, that, you know, she, she you know, she, I mean, she just got engaged, you know, some things to think about for her, as far as her health, as far as her life, what she wants to do with her career. And, you know, listen, I want her to be happy and I want her to, you know, be able to compete and whatever that means for her, I'm, I'm going to support her a hundred percent. So, you know, that's, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, definitely is a big hit to the sport to, to lose a, a figure like that. Like we've lost some, I don't want to say lost, like there we've lost some seasons due to injury and there's always the, the what ifs around it. You know, what if this person was at the games, what if that person was at the games and, you know, at the end of the day, it's like that season was what it was, but it is unfortunate. It does take a big hit to the sport. And, you know, the, the athletes are so good these days and so fine tuned that like anything can happen. Yeah. And that's what, you know, it, it I don't want to say it takes excitement away because there's somebody that's just as hungry. That's like ready to go about to step in. But it's like you want to see that for the sake of the sport. You want to see those oh, good races. 100%. Yeah, and and I think like you look at any sport, right? Like if you look at the at the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, like whatever it is, you know, you don't you don't want to see one of the best players on a team, you know, not be able to play, right? Like, yeah, you know, if you you go into uh, the Super Bowl and and the starting quarterback for one of the teams gets hurt in practice, like that's the last thing you want. You want to yeah. you want to be able to see you know all these teams or all these athletes be able to compete at at, uh, at full steam and full health, and you know you don't you don't want uh, there to be what ifs. You know yeah. you don't want there to be asterisks. You, you you want everybody to be there, everyone to compete, and and uh, may may the best person win. You know yeah. and and uh, not having Bethany there two years in a row is, is a big, it's a big loss for the sport. It really yeah. is. I couldn't agree more. Um, on that note, like you guys got a deep roster that, that you have going to the semifinals. It'll be exciting. Now you have a lot of young athletes too, with like Alex and Kyra. Was there ever any consideration of, of having those girls go team and like pushing a, a solid young team to the games? So there was discussion there. Um, and I think, you know, everything kind of hinged around, honestly, everything kind of hinged around Carrie. Um, okay. Because we were thinking of putting a team together with, with Carrie and Alex. Okay. Um, Carrie, Alex, uh, Tola, honestly, it's kind of funny. It's like Carrie, Alex, Tola, and Khan. <laughs> that, that was, okay. That was, 
And when Carrie decided she didn't want to go team this year and, and, you know, she retired and she was going to take the year off, um, you know, that's when uh, Annie called Tola and Tola and Khan decided, you know, and we were like, we're not going to have a team. And Tola yeah. was like, what do you think? And I was like, oh, you shit me? Of course, you got to go to Iceland. Are you kidding? They're going to essentially, you know, pay for room and board for you to be in Iceland for six months. Go to Iceland. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so so there was some thought there. Um you know, I don't, I don't, you know, so Alex was, I think, well, she was a little bit more amenable to it than Kyra. Kyra wasn't, you know, didn't, I don't think, she, I think she really wanted to focus on individual this year and getting better. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, it's, it's uh, moving forward. I, I, um, I think I kind of want to see how things go this year. And then once we see how things go, I think moving forward that there's a lot of value in younger athletes going team. And I, I think, um, just for the experience, uh, yeah. the experience of going to semifinals then then going to the, you know, a, there's a good chance that, you know, we could put something together to go to the games. There's, there's, there's just invaluable experience. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's something that, that, uh, moving forward, um, I would love to have, uh, a major footprint, um, in the team division, especially because my history, I've coached a, a ton of teams, yeah. um, and, and it's something that I love. And obviously now we have team, the team programming that we're doing. So, um, you know, it's something that I, I, moving forward next year, I'd like to have at least one team, um, possibly two teams, um, you know, that, that challenge, uh, you know, to go to the games or, or the challenge of podium at the games, um, you know. So, so I think that's something to revisit for sure. And it was, it was, it was a discussion. It just didn't, it just didn't pan out this year. Yeah. Do you see the team division as being more of a building blocks thing going forward? Or do you see it being more of the veterans kind of winding down and then kind of taking it a bit easier? Because we're kind of seeing a little both. Yeah. I was about to say, I think it's a mixture of both. Yeah. I think you'll see, you know, for, for some young athletes, uh, like I said, I, I think it's a it's a phenomenal way to get to the games and to experience what that what that week is like. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as uh, programming, as far as the crowds, as far as meal prep and this and that. It's just you know, it's just a phenomenal way to get experience. Um, and then for for veterans who you know maybe uh you know they they don't have the the time possibly to you know to put into it anymore uh that their bodies maybe a little bit beat up or just mentally they're a little beat up you know to be individual it's a phenomenal way to continue to compete and and obviously still compete at a high level um i'm curious to see you know what's going to happen with teams because uh you know i i feel like the the team competition has such has such great potential and yeah. it, it can be so exciting um you know and and i think that people would be really interested in watching teams uh I, but I, but i do believe that that uh we need to and i know this will probably be unpopular but i think we need to step away from the from the the affiliate model and and yeah. go back to the this a super team model where you can have, you know, um, you can have some of the best athletes in the world, you know, get together and, and compete. Uh, it's just a, it's just a, a, a super exciting, um, you know, it, 
who who wouldn't want to see you know four of the best athletes in the world compare uh, compete against another four of the best athletes yes. in the world it's just you know and there's still going to be an incredible individual division it's not you know you're still going to have that but but it it makes the team so much more exciting um and and it also levels the playing field uh you know where somebody like mayhem um there's very few affiliates who have the money and the support to be able to bring people in from oh, all yeah. the over the world pay for them for a year pay them as athletes like give them a salary essentially like all these other things there's there's only a couple affiliates so essentially all the other affiliates are at a disadvantage if yeah. you had the best athletes in the world coming together well now you're getting their sponsors together you're getting this you're getting that it levels the playing field it's much more interesting so you know yeah, I couldn't, anyway. No, I couldn't <laughs> agree more with you. The year of the yeah. super team, I think, was the most exciting team competition from a depth standpoint right. because we were able to see – and, I mean, that year was, what, 18 or 19? And we it was still kind of in its infancy of it. Like, that was the first season of it, I believe. Yeah, 19, yeah. 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 And I think that brought a lot of excitement to that and a lot of eyes to that division where, not, you know, with the affiliate – the teams make it work to an extent, but it's not viable and it's, it, it only can run so deep. And like, you know, this season, when you think of the teams that are there and somebody may surprise you, but you're, you kind of already know who will be in contention. Yeah. yeah. And I think we happening. are, we already know who's going to win. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a tough thing is like going in, you know, I mean, when, I don't know how many points may have won by last year. I missed you know, 400, 500, 600 points. I mean, whatever it was, it was, it was yeah. over before the, the final day, essentially. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't think that's going to change. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, that's that as you know, there are some other teams I think that, that are, that are good, obviously, but you know, that, that mayhem team has only gotten better. You know, they, they added a guy who's, you know, in his own right, an individual athlete, you know, and, yeah. and those, and, and rich is still rich and, and those girls are savages. So, you know, I just think in general, they got better and it's just the, the, the amenities that they have there. And, and, and I think it's awesome. I mean, you know, yeah. they've created, they've created an empire really, you know, um, that's the joke. That's the running joke. Yeah. So, I mean, but, but they're not doing anything that's not, that that's against the rules. I mean, no. They're, they're, they're doing things that, you know, it's just that they have the means to be able to get people there and support them and, and, uh, and win. I mean, it's awesome, yeah. you know? So, uh, uh, you know, and, and that's, I mean, shit as, 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 a um, as an owner of a, of a, of a brand like underdogs, like, you know, you look at that and you're like, well, that's, that's where, you know, that's where we're trying to get to, right? Like we want to be able yeah. to, we want to be able to beat them, <laughs> you know? So. No, I, that was kind of going to segue into my, my next question about like the underdogs in the future. Is that kind of the goal to build up that type of structure within the system? And, you know, it seems like they've got their hands in every pot and every little piece of the, uh, the ecosystem they're touching upon. And is that, yeah. you know, something that you guys dream of? Is that, is that something that you even have the energy for? Like that's, it's a lot of work. It's a ton of work. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, listen, I you know they've got what uh, a ten-year head start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that's fair. Uh, more than that. I mean, Rich competed in 2010, so I mean he's been around. You know, um, but but 
Yeah, I think for us, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I look at us as almost like a little bit more of a boutique brand, you know. Yep. Um, but without question, I mean, our goal is is to have our footprint in every division, you know, at mm-hmm. the games. Uh, our 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 goal is to is to we're going to keep coming out with different programs and obviously to continue to grow and build and and you know I want to be able to um, our job as as underdogs like at underdogs I should say is you know our goal is to is to help our athletes reach their maximum potential as athletes and as people right like that's number one yeah um so however we get there like we're gonna we're gonna build the company and the brand with with that in mind right like that's what we want yeah um but obviously like you know i want to i want to i i think you know, the more that we can that be successful and the more that we can support our athletes and then the more that we can put out, you know, uh, top-notch programming and, and help more athletes and, um, you know, the more that we can build uh, and the more that we can grow so that we can provide uh, employment opportunities for coaches and, you know, for other people. It's, it's, it's something that, that, you know, obviously we have lofty aspirations, of course, um, and you look at somebody like, like mayhem, you look at somebody like, like, you know, proven training think tank, you know, they're all, they're, they're bigger than us. And, and, you know, they, they're doing things the right way. And obviously they're all great brands and I'm friendly with, with, you know, a, a lot of those people in those places. And, and, uh, and, and we're just trying to do our part, you know, uh, with underdogs and, and bring, and bring something different and, 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 and help people, you know, that's the biggest thing. That's yeah, I mean that's the biggest. I, I would say that's kind of the dream as a as a company to be able to grow and support other people, and uh, what you guys are doing. It's been really cool to see because even with some of the, I mean, a lot of those other brands, they're having the athletes come in and train in the in in person, and in their locations. Um, and you know, I know you have athletes all over the world, but does that make your job easier to have? eyes on every single day with, or I, you know, I say every single day, but almost every day with your athletes in Vegas. Yeah. Without question. I mean, I, I just think it, it having the home base, like having the, you know, the, the home gym and, and essentially like having the community here. Um, I got, I think, you know, first of all, I love in-person coaching, you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's, um, I, I don't think there's any substitute for it. And, and, uh, you know, it's just the, the, the camaraderie that you can build, you know, um, you know, the community, uh, and, and then obviously like, you know, from there that, that kind of, we can, we can spread and we can grow. And I think, I think eventually our goal is to kind of, you know, have our home base here in Vegas, but I'd love to eventually grow to be able to have, you know, other places around the world that are kind of underdogs hubs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, we got something on the West Coast. Maybe eventually we have something on the East Coast. Maybe eventually we've got a really strong footprint in Australia. Maybe we eventually have something in Australia. You know, um, you know, maybe something eventually in Europe, South America. So I, I think without question that that the goal is eventually to grow and to be global and 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 to ultimately be able to provide and create those communities, uh, you know, elsewhere. Uh, because what we have here is really special, and and I'd love to be able to to bring that to other places too. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, this is social media, but it seems like the team is always together and, 
enjoying each other's company and like you know yeah. it looks like from having dinners together you know going to your your daughter's gymnastics events like yeah. it looks like the whole crew is like in and involved and and investing time and being with each other that seems really cool yeah it's awesome dude it's super special like i said i mean I really don't know any other way. It's kind of like it's from the top down, like my, my wife and I and, and our kids. Like if you come, you know, the, the athletes that come here, they're just kind of immediately part of our family. Like that's the yeah. way it goes. You know, it's I don't know. I feel like in some other places, maybe it's a little bit more of a business relationship, you know, um, but but that's fine if, if, if it works for them. For us, it's that's. You know, if you come to Vegas and you're part of our crew, like we're going to have barbecues, you're coming over to the house, I'm going to smoke some meat on the Traeger, you know what I mean? Like you're probably going to end up getting really tight with my wife and kids and, you know, come to gymnastics meets and come over and hang out in the backyard. And, you know, like we, we do things together. It's, it's, uh, it's inevitable, you know, and I think that's part of the deal. Like if you come here and, 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 you know, I would say, that'll that'll work for some athletes maybe some athletes you know they want it to be a little bit more you know regimented and 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 business oriented and that then this is probably not not the place for them yeah Um, but that's fine you know every everybody kind of has to find what works for them but i think you know that works for us and uh and it has worked for us and you know we're pretty successful and we've been you know we've been successful in the short time that we've we've uh you know been around and and i um you know, I, I think, uh, I think it's only going to continue to get better. Yeah. And I can see sprinkles of that. Like when I was down there uh, covering, uh, some of the wad proof athletes for the uh, open, uh, 22.3, I just remember seeing Matt, he kind of kept disappearing. I was like, where's this guy going? And I think he ended up getting uh, babysitting duty with your daughter or watching her do gymnastics. <laughs> she, he would just like, okay, hey, I got to go do a set and he'd come back and then he'd go out and I, she's like, it seemed like she was yeah. trying to wrangle Matt and get him to watch her do uh, some. Oh some yeah, of course. Stuff. Yeah. 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 It's hilarious, man. But that, that, uh, this, this it's, it's such a, it's so cool, man. It's like, I say, it's just the extended family, you know? And I feel like our, our kids are so lucky to have, you know, these, these athletes, they're, they're like the luckiest kids in the world. Cause it's, it's, you know, they don't just have us. They have, they have all these athletes that, you know, growing up around and they get to see them and like, like, they just kind of think that stuff is normal. You know, yeah. it's like the, the athletes are superhuman, but our kids are like, Oh, okay. You're like they could do that. I could do that. You know? So it's, it's amazing. It's awesome. It's going to be interesting to see how they grow up then. And, and how that, I mean, they're probably growing up pretty fast in front of you, but yeah, I wonder how that's that, pretty that, awesome being around those high level athletes all the time. I wonder how that will impact them. Uh, I mean, our daughter is already, I mean, she's pretty amazing. Like it's just, yeah it's wild. I mean, you know, uh, athlete, you know, just athletically and, and, you know, uh, just my, just her mindset as a five-year-old, like, you know, there's, there's just, you know, she's just constantly trying new things and, and, uh, you know, physically so, so superior to most, you know, her age, just because she's grown up in it, you know, yeah. and, and I see our son kind of, kind of taking that same route and, um, I think it's great. I think it's, I think it's, it's an amazing um, environment to grow up in, Um, especially in this world of iPads and tablets and, you know, it's just lack of socialization and stuff. It's uh, I'm just very thankful that, that they're able to, to be there with us, you know, and, and uh, 
and see these incredible athletes. And especially for my, my daughter, like see these just unbelievably powerful and strong women. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, it's just so cool, you know, that that's what she gets to see and gets, gets to grow up with and, and just thinks that's normal, you know, and, and it should be, you know, it should be. Yeah. Um, and, and that could, you know, I feel like, I feel like that's that CrossFit, you know, has kind of created that new normal, you know, for women is, is, you know, strong is beautiful and strong is sexy. And, and that's, and, and, and it's amazing to watch and it's amazing to see, you know, it's, it's really amazing to see. And, and like, you think even like five years ago, how much the perception has changed versus, you know, from five years ago to now and five years before that, how different everybody looks at, at, uh, I mean, this is two guys talking about perception of women, but you know, how it's perceived from us as people involved in the sport versus outside of the people involved in the sport yeah. and how it's perceived and how it's appreciated. It, it's really impressive what CrossFit has done for that. And I think more so than any other sport. I agree. Yep. I agree hundred percent. One thing I was thinking about too, is you guys have so many athletes there. They're all, you know, social figures. We can say influencers. Why not? How do you guys deal with like the media circus that goes on? You know, you guys have cameras there all the time. You got photographers flying in and out. You got, you know, cameras coming out of everywhere, probably every day. How do you deal with that as an organization or how do you help the athletes kind of cope with that? Uh, Yeah, you know, it's funny. Is it like, so my wife and I, you know, both come from a performance background, right? Like I was a recording artist for for several years and and my my wife was musical theater and toured, you know, and, and, and did a bunch of shows and, so, so the two of us are, are fairly comfortable in front of a camera and just, you know, naturally kind of natural performers. I think it's hard, you know, when, when people don't have that background, like it's all yeah. of a sudden, it's just like thrust up, uh, upon you. And it's something I think that's a little bit learned, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but, you know, I think that's part of the deal with, uh, with, with, you know, our athletes coming out here, like they understand, you know, that there's, we have some very visible athletes, like that's part of the deal, you know? And, and we also give them, you know, we also talk to them and say, Hey, if you're not super comfortable with this, then, you know, we'll, we'll talk to whomever and say, Hey, listen, this person's not super comfortable with being on camera or they don't want their picture taken or they don't want this or they don't want that. And, you know, so focus on this, but pretty much everybody I think has embraced it. And I also think that, you know, at this point in time, listen, it's, it's a, it's a necessary part of, of what we do, you know, social media and media in general is, uh, is such a part of, of, of sports and entertainment that like you have to do it in order to be able to grow the brand underdogs, your individual brand, right? Like, like all those things are part of it. So, you know, the way I look at it is like, don't fight it. Like you have to embrace it. Right. It's it's one of those things. Um, and, and, you know, so we, we had, um, you know, CrossFit was out here and we've got, we're going to be, you know, featured on again on the miles to Madison and, you know, that that's going to be coming out soon. And I think actually we just put a couple teasers out uh, about that on our story today. Um, and, and we've got, you know, we've got, uh, you know, photographers coming out and, and, and documentarists coming out and documentarians, I should say, coming out. And, and, I, and I love it, man. I think it's super cool, you know, and I try to tell the athletes, listen, like, you will never get this time back. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you will be an athlete for a, a finite period of time, right? It's a very short shelf life. Um, so 
these are these are times to embrace. You know, it, it it's awesome that you're that you're in a place that that we get get to be able to document that that you're going to be able to take. You know, look at like you are a you're a, you're a physical machine. You know, like and and yeah. and there's no reason to shy away from it. Like you know, it's it's better in my opinion to have a positive influence. Um, and, and, you know, it's better in my opinion to, to be able to, you know, uh, to give access to the community, to be able to push the sport forward, um, yeah. I think is huge. Uh, so we're just trying to do our part, man, you know, like uh, I'm a big believer in getting access and, and, and so we try to do that to the best of our ability. Yeah. I think what you're saying about pushing the sport forward with media is, is exactly how CrossFit grew and how mm-hmm. in a, time where you know the big professional sports were kind of dragging their feet on media production that wasn't owned by them or, or their sole ownership um i think crossfit was able to sweep up a lot of popularity because of all of these like behind the scenes like you get to see the athletes you get to experience you know kind of their their ups and downs like with all the documentaries and you know all the youtube content like all that kind of stuff where it's constantly coming out and that's feeding the sport. It's feeding the athletes where, you know, for let's just say baseball, it's like you get a game, you know, you don't really get to see what the players are actually like. And then they'll do, you know, like a, a once a month, you'll get a behind the scenes, look 30 seconds, 30 minute, you know, where like CrossFit, it's like every week, you know, you're, you're able to get to know the athletes better. And I think people people love associate it. Yeah. 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 People love a story. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, and, and, and like I said, you know, we're, we're not where we want to be as a sport yet. You know what I mean? So no. like, that's what I, I, you know, I have a, I have a problem. I mean, I have a problem with, with, with anyone right now in the sport who, you know, thinks that they're uh, kind of above doing interviews or above giving access. Like that's yeah. just, that just doesn't make sense to me, you know, um, mm-hmm. cause it's good for all of us to be able to get access because that's what people want to see. They yeah. want the story. They want the behind the scenes. They want to know what people are feeling and thinking. And so, so, you know, I'm a big believer in that. And, and, you know, like I said, I, I will always uh, try to, we will always try to do our part to be able to get access for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Um, with everything kind of going forward here, how are you, how do you evolve as a coach and, and as an organization, like, you know, you guys have been what, two, three years now as like underdogs as an official program. Uh, not even a year. Okay. never mind. We'll it's go back. Crazy. Not even a year. I thought it was longer. Like, I mean, maybe I've it's just coaching, time moving slow, but I've been coaching forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so my, my first games athlete was 2010, you know what I mean? So I've coached yep. forever. But the actual brand underdogs, it's crazy to think like, you know, um, and I've coached, I coached Kerry for a long time. I coached Khan for a long time. I coached games teams. I was obviously one of the, you know, the coach of the DC brawlers and grid. So I've been around a long time, but the actual brand, we didn't release our first program until April of last year, which is wild. Like to think oh, wow. how fast the brand has grown yeah. um, and, and how visible we are. Uh, so I still look at us as like, we're still in the, in, in, you know, still, we're still in the incipient stages. Like we're still, it's still baby steps. You know what I mean? Yeah. For us, like we're, we're still, we're still uh, uh, a baby as far as, as far as a brand and we have so much room to grow and that's, what's so exciting, you know? Um, 
and I and I think I think we're just going to continue to grow and continue to you know evolve and continue to bring on you know athletes and continue to um you know to do our part to to build the the the, the sport uh, and to help people reach their maximum potential and um you know I'm excited for it I I think you know there's only great stuff that lies ahead in the future um and I'm still learning you know I'm still learning every day uh, as a, as a as a coach, as a, as a father, as a businessman, you know, like all those things, yeah. um, you're constantly learning and, 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 and constantly seeking advice from people that you respect and trust and constantly listening, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, I think as long as we do things the right way, man, as long as we're helping people in a positive, in a positive way that, that, uh, we'll, we'll continue to, uh, we'll continue to, um, you know, have success. And that's, that's, that's my biggest goal. Awesome. Well, on that note, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thanks so much for your time. I know uh, you get to get back to relaxing here for this next couple of days before everything kicks back up. We'll, but we'll I really appreciate <laughs> your time. My go uh, take care of the, the sick little one. Hopefully she's okay. Send my best. And uh, I think, thank you so much. Oh, uh, before we go, I guess, where can everybody find you guys? I know we're at Underdogs Athletics on Instagram. Yep. There you go. At Underdogs Athletics, uh, they can find uh, uh, go to our YouTube also, um, you know, uh, which is uh, Underdogs Athletics. Um, and uh, yeah, we should have some great stuff. We'll have some 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 great behind the scenes videos from quarterfinals, and uh, and like I said, it, also this week uh, we'll, we'll be putting out some teasers. We'll be um, featured on one of the Miles to Madison episodes, so that'll be kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, if they get, they go to our, our Instagram underdogs athletics to be able to find everything they need to find. So awesome. All right, guys have a great week, Justin. Thank you again. And, uh, we'll catch up soon. Hopefully. Thank you, man. With the Wadproof pro experience, you'll get instant access to training programs from some of the best coaches on the planet. From full training programs in the gym and at home to movement-specific programs for weightlifting, gymnastics, engine, endurance, rowing, and more. We have a program that is designed for your needs, whether you are a beginner or a pro. Every training session introduces a series of questions. Am I happy with my performance? Where could I have gone faster? When will I be ready to go again? For Wadproof Pro athletes, also this question. What can I learn from that workout? With a Wadproof Pro subscription, you gain access to a complete training toolbox. From a full-featured exercise log, to side-by-side -side comparisons, to the ability to record your heart rate right alongside your rounds and reps. You have at your fingertips everything you need to learn, to make progress, and to go into tomorrow's training more prepared than today's. The best athletes are the best students. And with your Wadproof Pro subscription, you will have in your pocket the education you need to elevate your training and uncover the many lessons that every single workout offers you. Subscribe today so you can get better tomorrow.